Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Shemaine's Model Health Podcast. For those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals, I am Shemaine Laney. I'm a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert. I'm, of course, your host, and I'm super happy to have you back with me today for episode number 91, where we are revisiting collagen. Before we move on, I must stress that the information in these podcasts is not to be taken as medical advice and to be used for informational purposes only. If you have any concerns, please discuss them with your doctor or medical team. Okay, so this week we're revisiting collagen. So in my early days of podcasting, I did a podcast on collagen um, and it's basically, I just went over the basics of collagen, what it is and its benefits. So this week we are revisiting collagen and giving you some more information or a bit more of a backstory on collagen, more education about what it is and where it comes from and how do you lose collagen, what affects collagen, collagen and your gut and collagen, how it relates to vitamin deficiencies. So quite a lot there. Um, and generally, the maybe you are, maybe you're not, asking why am I speaking about collagen this week? I generally will go on topics that I see are hot during um, the week or that I see my clients or people talk a lot about or someone has asked me to cover a topic. So collagen this week, actually, I saw a lot of people um, discuss it in one of my groups and I wanted to just give them a little bit more info and, of course, educate you all at the same time. Okay. So collagen is one of my favorite amino acid sources and I love to supplement with it at least once a day. I typically do it in my coffee post-workout as this has been shown to improve ligament integrity, um, particularly around the joints and because I lift heavy, I want to maintain joint mobility, then this is where I will bring in my collagen to support that and my goals in that area. So we typically get exposure to collagen or collagen amino acids in the environment through connective tissue supports um, like bone broths where we can get the full bone and the collagen and even the elastin. Um, they've all been derived from the ligaments, tendons, hide even the skin of the animal so we'll get that one of the most reliable sources is through bone broth which I am going to podcast on next week so um, but generally we get all that good stuff derived from slow cooking at a low temperature all these bones and water maybe add some apple cider vinegar or salt to just pull out more or extract more of the nutrition but uh, in reality, nowadays, most of the time, people are not getting exposure to these types of foods. Um, these days, we're kind of, it's more notable that people are just eating muscle meat most of the time. And a lot of the time, it's skinless. So you're even going a step further and depriving yourself of even more good stuff. So many of us are not doing any sort of broth. Even when I ask someone, do you drink bone broth? The face, um, let me tell you, they are, 
most people are shocked they, and a lot of people don't even know what bone broth is so we're not getting uh, all this good nutrition from bone broth or soup uh, we're not getting all that good stuff that we would get from again the marrow the ligaments the tendons the cartilage all of those essential amino acids so most of the amino acid exposure we do get is from the muscle meat only um, unless you're supplementing with amino acids um, and this can all be very limited so it's really important that we get a broader spectrum of our amino acids and if we're not doing soups and broths then we have to make sure we get some type of good high-grade collagen supplement um, along the lines of my favorite being hydrolyzed collagen peptides so hydrolyzed collagen contains 19 amino acids and these are glycine, some of these are glycine, proline, glutamic acid, arginine, alanine, um, and a few other essential amino acids. Also some non-essential amino acids. Um, we, before I move on, we're seeing a high correlation between depression and anxiety to amino acids deficiencies. So bear that in mind. If we look at the top 10 essential amino acids, um, and these are amino acids that your body cannot make, we're looking at arginine, histidine, isoleucine, leucine, lysine, methionine, phenylalanine, um, which is a precursor to tyrosine, then threonine, tryptophan, which is a precursor to 5-HTP, which is serotonin, and then of course, valine. So these are all important amino acids. They all have a job to do, a very important job to do. Um, when we look at there, we're looking at tryptophan, which is the precursor to 5-HTP, which then goes into serotonin. If you're struggling with depression and anxiety and mood issues, then you want to be making sure that you're having tryptophan in your diet but you also want all these other amino acids to support your health your overall health and performance too so we cannot get them from our body this means our body cannot make them so we have to get them from our food now when we go cross reference all of those with some of the amino acids that are actually in collagen there is a slight difference we've got glycine proline alanine hydroxyproline they're kind of the big ones um, and of course i don't expect you to remember all of these but glycine is really important because that's actually an amino acid that we use to make glutathione excuse me and we know that glutathione is our master antioxidant so that's super important especially if we're trying to prevent the disease or fight free radicals or something like that. Um, proline, alanine and hydroxyproline, they're really, really important for that dermal layer of your skin. So you have the epidermis um, and that's the outer part of the skin that we see. Then the second layer is the dermis. And in the dermis, we have all these collagen fibers 
that make a network throughout the dermis layer and the tighter that collagen matrix is the better so the better your skin integrity um, it's going to look smoother and clearer and stronger and have more of a bounce to it and then if you see that you start to have sags in that collagen matrix or a weakness in the matrix maybe due to oxidation or nutritional deficiencies that's going to show as wrinkles um, and your skin is just not going to have that youthful integrity or look that most of us want so we want to make sure that we have that nice strong collagen matrix to maintain skin integrity and durability but we can of course supplement and support this and give our body the aminos and collagens that it needs to provide those building blocks to support the skin but we also want to provide with vitamin C. So vitamin C and collagen pretty much go hand in hand because Vitamin C is one of the important building blocks to making collagen. You have to have vitamin C as a, as we call it, a cofactor to build collagen. So if your skin is looking not its best, maybe your vitamin C is burned out, and that's usually due to oxidation, and we can get hit by oxidation daily from every angle. If you think of oxidation as rusting in your body, and that can include be including stress, because stress breaks down the body and the amino acids and causes rusting. Um, and like the smoke we had here in Alberta this last week from the BC fires, that was definitely a big contributor to oxidation in our bodies because any toxin causes an oxidation and that smoke was definitely a big external stressor we saw that with people getting a lot of inflammation a lot of headaches um, swollen throats a lot of coughing and it was just the cells getting hit from every angle and that is oxidation but vitamin c is an antioxidant it can help prevent or put out those fires of oxidation. And of course, in doing so, in doing all this work of preventing or putting out these fires of oxidation, the oxidation then decreases vitamin C. Then when we look at it like this, a lack of vitamin C is going to inhibit your body's ability to create your own collagen. So then you have these weakened nets underneath your skin, which then allows for parts to sag and wrinkle. And that's where we see accelerated aging. So vitamin C is super important to have in your diet. And I'm a big proponent of vitamin C, always have been. I feel it's one of the more important vitamins for women, especially um, for helping with female hormones and the immune system and for the collagen production as well to give us not only that youthful, strong, healthy look that we want, but to help with everything else we're going to address now. So, um, above I mentioned how amino acids have been associated with, um, or deficiencies in amino acids have been associated with depression and anxiety. Well, the interesting thing about collagen is the only amino acid that's essential that collagen does not contain is tryptophan. And as I mentioned, 
tryptophan or 5-HTP is what's getting converted to serotonin and that is important for people with mood issues, anxiety and depression. So I've had people say to me, I'm supplementing with collagen, but I still have these mood issues or I'm still not feeling my best. Um, so then we say, well, you can replenish your other neurotransmitters, but you're not getting that tryptophan from collagen. So we may need the collagen plus a 5-HTP supplement as well. Um, so this is to address any anxiety or depressive uh, tendencies. Also, some bad bacteria like H. pylori has been shown to create an enzyme called collagenase. Collagenase inhibits collagen synthesis. So keeping a healthy, clean gut and maintaining the integrity of the gut um, these are important for collagen synthesis, but they can also be improved through collagen and bone broth and, of course, other gut supporting um, protocols. So we can add in collagen to promote our body's own production of collagen. Okay, so we know collagen supports the gut lining and integrity or your gut cell wall. If you don't have a good gut cell wall, you're going to have permeability, which allows food and other foreign um, particles or molecules to enter your bloodstream, which gives rise to autoimmune disease and other issues. Um, but if we can support the gut lining and the integrity, so if we can get a good bioavailable collagen from organic grass-fed animals and so on, um, if we can get this collagen to the intestines and get its healing action going, um, we can help prevent malnutrition and even the prevalence of autoimmune disease. If you already have good issues, uh, which a lot of people do, then the collagen alone may not be enough. So we would do that. So we'll do a whole gut healing protocol to get the healing process going, but as well add in the collagen because it's definitely gonna lend a helping hand. But in time, we may be able to pull back a bit on the protocol and just use the collagen for support, um, depending on how successful our healing goes. There's a lot so far of all the benefits of collagen and what it does. Um, so moving on, we also see collagen is important for supporting the adrenals, the thyroid, and hair growth. Hair growth has been a topic of conversation lately within my people. So in order to produce new hair follicles, your body needs those essential amino acids and if you are deficient your body will triage because we know the body triages nutrients and minerals where it can and to triage means it'll prioritize that part of your body that needs it more or the more important part of your body and guess what's last priority to those aminos it's not muscle tissue it's your hair, so your hair is going to be last priority in that triage. So above, we mentioned adrenal support. Um, 
Adrenal stress, okay, so not to confuse you, adrenal stress can deplete vitamin C, which we know is a cofactor for collagen synthesis. Um, and we know cortisol is also catabolic. So cortisol can cause not only depletion of vitamin C, it'll contribute towards leaky gut because it breaks down that gut lining. Uh, cortisol can also affect your skin too because it literally breaks down everything in its path. Cortisol when out of control is like a tornado. Anything in its path is done for pretty much. It's pretty much that anti-bone broth. Um, so again, if we're bringing in the vitamin C as a cofactor and we're promoting or supporting collagen synthesis a little bit more, we can prevent some of these issues. If you're, again, if you're seeing hair loss, one part of the mechanism for hair loss is you're malabsorbing a lot of nutrients. So this is where we see that gut lining broken down. If you're having gastrointestinal issues or gut issues, you're not going to be absorbing all your nutrients properly. And this, again, is going to contribute to that triage, not enough vitamins and nutrients to go around. Your hair is going to be last to get it. So that could be one part of hair loss. The second, there could be potential for thyroid issues, especially if the gut and the adrenals are compromised. Because we know that if you do have leaky gut and your thyroid is already um, thinking it's under attack, now we've got these um, foreign particles in your bloodstream and your immune system is going to see that as an invader or another attack and that's going to drive hormone issues even more. So you've got this vicious circle going on. Of course, generally if we have thyroid issues or autoimmune issues, we have adrenal issues and it's all a vicious circle. It really is. So you can see the connections. And you need thyroid hormone to help follicle growth. So low thyroid hormones could easily be part of why follicle as is atrophying and your hair is falling out. So all of it kind of comes back to providing your body with the tools and the nutrition that it needs to keep itself strong and repaired and going. So before we wrap it up, I do love collagen. I do love a good bioavailable collagen. Like I said, I go for organic grass-fed hydrolyzed collagen protein uh, peptides, but that's not my only source of collagen. I do drink a lot of um, organic grass-fed bone broth too. And so what we're seeing is that Collagen can do a lot to promote the body, but someone asked on my business page the other day that they had came across a study where um, collagen doesn't get past the stomach or even the duodenum, so barely gets, no, not the duodenum, it doesn't get past the stomach because of acidity, so it barely gets absorbed at all. And I agreed, yes and no, this is correct and not correct. If you're having stomach issues already and gut issues, then there is going to 
be that issue. One, if you're having stomach acid issues, maybe you're not going to break down the peptides properly. Um, this is going to inhibit availability. Also, if you have gut issues, then you've already got malnutrition. This is going to affect how the collagen gets used as well. So that's where you have to do a whole protocol. But if your gut is in good health and you don't have stomach issues, then supplementing with a good collagen supplement there's no reason why it won't get to the duodenum and then pass down into the intestines and distributed or broken down then distributed and absorbed throughout the rest of the body um, so i do love collagen it provides us with so much support it's the mechanism for skin that's the whole cosmetic side of things including muscle growth it also provides support for the gut as we spoke about the adrenals the brain of course collagen is super important for those neurotransmitters and the brain and then it also also provides support on the liver and detox pathways and now we know how important they are if you don't you're going to because i have a lot more coming out about the liver over the next while so if you think of collagen as the scaffolding and all the various osteoblasts and fibroblasts that are growing around it well the collagen's the scaffolding that keeps it all in place so the collagen it's that scaffolding that provides that strong foundation for the other building to be done around it or the blocks and cells to be built up to do what they need to do so if you are looking or thinking about a collagen supplement or wondering what it does i hope this podcast kind of answered all your questions and swayed your decision on if you will or will not supplement with collagen as always vitamins um, or supplementation is a personal preference and it should be made on the basis of understanding the body and what your body needs so that's your deciding factor when thinking of supplementation but um hopefully this podcast has helped with that decision if you have any more questions of course please pm me or email me or whatever um but I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Have a great week and I will chat to you guys later. Bye bye.